trash pan. Oh. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it up. Stick it up. Stick it up. Throw back. You know, all the things that we talked about this month on RSPN, some very emotional things, some very important things, uh, exciting things for the month of the NBA. Did we take any type of moment within the month of February to say it's Black History Month? I don't believe so. I think there might have been a joke or two. We were like, you know, during Black History Month. But like other than that, I'm going through the talking points of this week's RSPN and a very fitting number for this week's RSPN as well. I promise for this week we won't do too much emotional things that um, we need a break man yeah it's it's taxing exhausting well exhausting and uh not 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 with not with a negative connotation i think it's just a lot of emotions that a lot of people won't be able to uh get over and grieve with immediately especially for those who watched the uh kobe bryant and gianna bryant memorial yesterday yeah. a lot of good feelings a lot of good emotions uh, that came from a lot of the pain and the heartache that is still going within the city of Los Angeles. Uh, we'll talk about Michael Jordan, talk about Shaquille O'Neal, and a lot of the happiness that came from uh, the pain out of that yesterday. But Black History Month, I think we this entire month we may have referenced it like one time, and you now know, we have a lot of birthdays. We got a lot of a lot of RNC birthdays during February too. So I feel like we kind of like got crossed up a little bit with with all of our birthdays just stacking up. We ignored Michael Jordan for Robbie and Meals, and I have <laughs> no, I have no regrets for that. I have no regrets for yeah, any of that. Yeah, yeah, that happened. It needed to happen. But I'm going through the talking points of everything that is going on in this week's RSPN, and it's like, wow. Um, did we do? Did we do well as a people this month? <laughs> I say so, man. Come on, give get like literally, Mark. Come on, man. Give us a break here, man. I think, you know, I think we live we live black every day. Things were things Every were very day. excellent. I think things were very excellent, and we were ready to stick the landing and get out of February with a really nice Black History Month until Saturday night happened, and now all of a sudden, um, things are going completely south for Deontay Wilder. Did you watch that fight? Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> you know, it's crazy because that whole that whole thing is like based off the energy. It's like, man, you gotta talk if you talk a lot of shit and then you get your ass whooped handed to you like that we're gonna talk about you for a few months even even if it is black history month we've seen four different excuses that came from the uh wilder side there's rumors yeah. that he's actually leaving his uh what is it his, his um, trainer his, his trainer. trainer yeah yeah not very happy that they threw in the towel i, I from from a person read, that doesn't watch too much boxing what did you read i read um they said he had a cut in his ear and it messed up his equilibrium. His equilibrium. I thought his whole shit got split. I thought he was looking like it's nah, gonna be like Mick Foley out here. This man said he had vertigo, so he couldn't he couldn't stand up straight. I saw a few excuses. Vertigo. Yeah. I, look, 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 look. I'm telling you this because I've had vertigo a few times in my life, and uh, if he actually got it, I understand. But man, I I just think he they look they were just picking they picking for excuses. So vertigo is just what your stand your, your stance is off your equilibrium is just is just yeah, not feeling like, different. Like you could be standing still, but you feel like you're going right or left in a motion causes motion sickness sometimes. Yeah, oh, he 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 was getting that motion sickness all right. He was oh, getting yeah, the, he, he yeah, was getting he was, the right he was, to he left. Was getting tagged, yeah, he was getting his ass tagged. So it's unfortunate. I'm just reading all these different news. Clips that are coming out, quotes that I'm seeing, um, 
people lost money. I've I've heard that hundreds and hundreds I mean, of dollars being lost yeah, but, specifically but just a, from that's my that's camp. A bet, though. What you supposed to do about that? You know. It's I mean, like, I, I, mean I don't know. You, you could lose, you know. I don't know. I guess, I guess if you watched the first fight, I guess if you watched the first fight and saw Deontay Wilder get banged up, banged up, banged up for all those <laughs> different rounds, and then he floored Fury at the end, and thank yeah. God Fury was able to get up. Then maybe you're just like, you know what? I don't think he's going to be able to do it again. And now yeah. Fury just completely makes sure that he is yeah, he not going to be able to pull that off, and now, and now he gets washed. He waxed him. Yeah, he waxed him. If he leaves his trainer, that's unfortunate because I feel like he – that's that's damn near a life saving towel throw, in my opinion. You think so? You think it would have been it would have been even worse? The He's towel? like, nah, I'm ready to die for this shit. I'm like, ah, oh, let's um. Let's I think down, I nigga. think boxing yeah. already has a lot a, a, too much of that on their uh on their plate as Live a to fight another day, man. He gonna you know he could get whatever he wants. He's still a very talented boxer, you know. He just he, he took this one. He got tagged up. Outside of that, we're on week. What is it? Uh, let's see. We're on day. 88 of Harrison Barnes not cutting his hair because the Kings aren't making 500. That's still going on, huh? Yeah, hair's not cut. <laughs> Harrison, let it go, man. You're a fucking Tar Heel, man. This is crazy. I mean, shit, one of the positives about the Kings this past week is that they ended up beating the Clippers in pretty good fashion, actually. It's a it's a it's an odd place it's an odd place to be but that that has been be. my uh that has been my opinion on Sacramento for a little bit of a little a little bit of time um despite the fact that they want to get a lot better De'Aaron Fox wants to try and be in an area where the Kings are a lot better especially fighting for playoff contention like how Memphis is uh fighting for playoff contention like how New Orleans is uh they just can't they they're, ball they're, too they're, Pelicans yeah. coming they're yeah coming. they're way they're way too deep they're way too deep on <clears> they're not they're not as bad as the Warriors thank God but um, it doesn't look good for Sacramento. It's unfortunate. I mean, is it unfortunate or for Kings fans? Yes, for Kings fans. <laughs> I mean... Yes, for me. For for us, I mean, we have we have a little bit. Well, actually, it might be it might be, be it might be better for you as a Timberwolves try and improve. I don't yeah, know how much yeah. the Timberwolves are trying I mean, to improve this week. I just we new season, man. <laughs> new out, season, new season, man. Give me the new season, man. Let's keep this shit going. It doesn't make you feel certain ways watching Wiggins out in in that Chase Center. No, bro. And Steve Kerr talks about bro, him. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real with you. I have not watched Wiggins play one time with Golden. Wow. State. Yeah, like I'm. That's done. Like I needed. A, I needed a nice, solid break from Andrew Wiggins. So I feel like I deserve that at this point. I shouldn't have to watch him anymore for a minute, at least until you know the Warriors are good again and we take it from there. But other than that, nigga, what I what I got to watch him for? I mean, unless Curry commits to his, uh, unless Curry commits to his time in March. Then there might be uh there might not be too much of a time that you're gonna see a lot of Andrew Wiggins. But you saw him uh you saw him Sunday playing against the Pelicans. Yeah. Zion actually balled out. I think he ended up or is going to end up being one of our perfect plays of the week as we get to that uh break a little bit later in the show. But as of right now, that area that we're gonna be watching for the next few weeks is mainly gonna be two things. We we discussed the six pack challenge last week that came <laughs> from who is going to be the A seed in the in the yeah. Uh, playoffs for the Western Conference. But as of right now, it's almost like not only is the eighth seed of the playoffs on the line, it could also end up being rookie of the year yeah. between John Moran and the Grizzlies. Isn't that crazy? And if the Pelicans end up doing it well with John Williamson as well. Yeah, you asked me two months ago about John. You know, I mean, yeah, to me, I just off the length of the of the year and the games that he's played, I'm probably still going to give it to John. But the fact that, I mean, Zion's really fucking good, bro. Like, it, it, like you really do see you know, the Knicks being upset about not getting the pick and, you know, you still got to wait for kids to kind of like see how they play out and see if they, they are what we think they are. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, he's he's really good. Nigga. Like the, all the all the weight jokes and all that is like it, it, they were funny, but he's good. You know what I'm saying? He's making a nah, cause that, Yeah, because now all that weight is coming with some power, and now ESPN is already starting to pull up the funny stats. We right. we we've already you like uh, that? Come, you like that? talked about three we seasons of these funny stats that ESPN come out. <laughs> funny stats that. for Zion Williamson has been the fact <laughs> that he is the uh, what is it? Uh, six or seven games in a row of yeah. a teenager with twenty averaging. No, actually, no, it's not averaging. It's about 20 or more points as a teenager. And he's going yeah. up against Carmelo Anthony was when he was in the Denver Nuggets. But Yeah, but like, <laughs> I don't care about them stats. It's going to turn away. <laughs> as soon as you know it's going to start turn, turning away, as soon as yeah. you start getting these areas where it's like, he's the first person since Michael Jordan and LeBron James. <laughs> We're like, all right, exactly all right time out. That's time exactly out. what happens, bro. You already know. Uh, it, it's inevitable. You know, it's going to happen, but. Um, I'm just I'm more interested in like how he's actually playing other than, you know, the stats for the tweets after the game or whatever they're looking for just to promote the fact that Zion Williamson is good. Just say he's good. Show his film. Um, you know, like I said, there was a lot of rumors out there about him being overweight and this, that. And he may he may not be where he wants to be, but he's damn good as a player so far. So it's crazy that he's even in the race, considering how good of a season Ja has had. Yeah. John Moran has literally tried to do everything from uh, on court and off court as well. A very vocal rookie when it comes to um, what he would like to see for the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, how he wants to perform, what how he wants to play. What he's doing for the Grizzlies. What he's doing for the Grizzlies at this point. Yeah. It tells you everything you need to know about the kid. I mean, he's, he's, I mean, he's lit a fire on him for sure. For sure. He didn't really seem too happy at all when it came to um, uh, the controversies that came with uh, his quotes against Stephen Curry, if you even want to call that controversy as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, a little bit more of the controversies that came from everything that happened with uh, the Andre Iguodala trade. Now the, um, that the Andre Iguodala trade is over and done with, we have all the things that have traded out between Miami and Memphis uh, and Minnesota as well. Now that James Johnson is over there out mm-hmm. in uh, Minnesota as well. D waiters is waived. Yeah. And we've had the first few games of so Iguodala and who been getting waived. Yeah, what's up, man? How you feeling, man? I ain't get that really actual about it. He's getting his he's getting his fits off. If he's happy, I, if he's happy, I'm he's happy. getting his fits off. That's he's getting his, he's getting his IG quotes <laughs> off. He's straight. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's real as fuck, man. I mean, hey, he's not your problem no more. So absolutely not. So uh, I was I was a little bit worried that everything that had happened with with um with Eddie Gate. I was a little bit worried that nobody would be able to take that on. And as of right now, I mean, it doesn't look like anybody is is, is rushing <laughs> for Gate. that as of right now. What is wrong with you, man? It's Eddie Gate. Eddie Gate. <laughs> Eddie Gate. Cookie Gate. Eddie Gate. Well, maybe it wasn't a cookie. Nah, it was definitely some gummies, bro. Oh, yeah, it was gummy. Gate. It was gummies, bro. <laughs> Eddie hey, Gate. Bro. It's Eddie Gate. That was the that yeah yeah we we uh we did that show here together in Atlanta that week I believe. What a terrible! I mean, Atlanta was fire. That yeah, news yeah, yeah. dropping while in Atlanta <laughs> was not fire. <laughs> right, right. But as of right now, I mean, Waiters is at home chilling. The Lakers and Clippers are literally fighting every uh, get for every single person that is available as they prepare for the for the NBA playoffs. Nobody's really biting their Waiters, so he can yeah. enjoy his time. We've had the first yeah. few games to enjoy from Iggy and Crowder too. He's high as we speak right now. You already know. 
I I was gonna do a terrible segue into somebody uh, who was also no, you can't do that, that way as we speak. I am not <laughs> going to do that to that man because we are going to be very respectful. Oh my god, we are going to be very respectful of today oh and um this week. We cannot discuss our uh, vice president in that manner. But uh, Iguodala and Crowder, <laughs> yeah. Um, how you feeling, man? You know, how you feeling? Like Crowder a whole lot. Iggy has mm-hmm. not had the best week. Completely understandable. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give it the response that I'm sure a lot of people are waiting for me to give the response. <laughs> of, ah, and they're gonna they're gonna wait for the excuse. It's time, Mark. Talk about that shit, bro. It's just a ah. Uh, what is it? It's been a bad week. It's been a bad week. What are what what are we what are, gonna do? What are um, we gonna do? I, think, I feel like I, I kind of I, I feel like I may have put some of this on you. As far as what Pre- pressure of, of what Iguodala is going to mean, yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> Not only did you bar me up, Robbie barred me the fuck up this past week <laughs> of me watching Iguodala get crossed the fuck up by Trey. <laughs> oh, you know what? Not even just Robbie. Apparently, a whole Who bunch else? of people Who watched else? Atlanta yeah. Hawks basketball. Hey, Chris man. jumped in. Flo jumped in. Um, a whole a whole bunch <laughs> of people apparently watch Atlanta Hawks basketball. That that was amazing to see. Oh man! Hey, I mean, shit, dude. They excited to watch, man. Yeah, uh huh. They're excited to watch, man. To watch. Yeah, you know, Trey Young. What you mean, bro? Good amount of, amount of DeAndre excited. Hunter for you, huh? Some Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, yeah. Cam Reddish, Cam Reddish. Don't forget it, nigga. That first twelve from Cam Reddish. <laughs> yeah, hey, I like man. that. No, 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 calm down. He's a rookie, man. He's getting into it, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate on Trey. He scored fifty. You can't. Dropped, you can't. He dropped, he dropped fifty. It was a really good performance. Yeah. Uh, so what's I'm going not... on with the Heat, man? Um, you, are you I, worried? Are you worried for you know the things that are coming in the future for the team? No, not really. I think. No. I think. I think Iguodala's purpose will be uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. very well set in April. I'd like to see some good things from you. I'm not expecting him to drop 30 a night. I'm not expecting this to be 2004. But, um, you know, but you would like a few 16, 18 point games here and there. No, not even, not not even really point wise. I just want to be able to see him really, really active. Um, as far as his plays defensively, uh, good passes, good, good, uh, gelling, with the team essentially, and that and that and that'll come with time. Unfortunately, with Iguodala, he has been uh, in the area where the Miami here are still not having the best road luck. Uh, so right. his name might get printed in certain areas where we're seeing the first things of Iguodala, and it's and it's not the best. Iguodala's first home game just came a couple of uh, just came a couple of days ago when they played the Cavaliers, and now um, despite the fact that they blew the fuck out the Cavaliers, uh, it's <laughs> it's 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 something that people want to see. Uh, a lot more of not only on at home but especially on the road where road wins will be very essential for the right. heat's uh, objective so no man i mean I, I i somewhat agree with you for the most part i think when it comes down to playoffs you know he'll do what needs to be done for you guys you don't need him to drop 20 it'll be nice yeah. especially if he gets it every once in a while but a playoff run for y'all is gonna be great, so I'm not. I mean, I'm not really tripping off of it, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's just funny. It's just funny. On top of that, uh, I mean, Miami was was very. Um, there, there were some. There were some um, uh, bigger things to attend this past weekend <clears throat> for Miami yeah, man. when it came yeah. to Dwayne Wade and his uh, entire weekend yeah, of his Jersey retirement. 
So oh. it was like a holiday for you, no? Holiday, you know, it was a really good weekend. It was a really good weekend just learning different things uh, from Dwayne Wade. And I think a lot of people did if you did not follow Dwayne Wade's story all the way from his childhood um, going into Marquette, going into his younger years, of course, in the NBA and everything that came from um, Miami going into Chicago, going into to Cleveland right. and back into Miami as well. I think Friday night was fairly entertaining. Um I heard the song with Ross Haslam yeah, and Wade. That, if I don't hear that at the beginning of the show, I'm gonna be a little disappointed. Nah, we have we have we have to send we have to <laughs> we have to give control. I'm sorry, Wade. I know this was your big weekend. Damn, I know bro, that we're continuing to play go. the track. I have to say we have to do, it, do we have to give things to the big woo. We have to give things to the big woo. Where is it sitting on iTunes? Where is it? Why are you making this? Um, you see what? I'm so, I forgot we're doing video right now. You see I my know, damn right? face. Where are we sitting on iTunes? Where is the D-Wade record sitting That on might iTunes not be right the best now. question right now. As I load up, <laughs> where season ticket holder is sitting on iTunes right now. Uh, Friday oh, night just man. ended up being a lot of celebration. Um, players, friends of Dwayne Wade. That was a little bit more of the party atmosphere, and you know that was fun. It seemed like everybody was thrilled, just having a good time. So that was right, entertaining. Right, right. Uh, Saturday night ends up being when they blow out the Cavaliers, and um, Dwayne Wade's jersey ends up getting retired. He speaks That's a lot about time, his family and his friends that he came through in good his for life. Wade, man. Good for Wade. I'm happy for him. Yeah, it was cool. Sunday, Sunday was the most important part. Um, the big highlight of all of that ended up being the uh, life unexpected documentary that came out on ESPN. If you did not watch it, it's streaming right now on ESPN plus um, a lot of good things that came from his family, his sisters that helped him, uh, his mother's addiction, of course, his mother being in jail. And one of the first moments that she had outside of jail being uh, able to go to a Marquette game and seeing the entire arena chant for her child. That was something that was really touching to me. Yeah, um uh, everything that it came from the first few years of the NBA. Um, and you'll see some guests speak on that as well. But the area that I was waiting for and the area that I winced at just a tiny, if I could be completely honest. <laughs> what was it? The area that I winced at just a little bit, because this was an area that I was going to have a magnifying glass on. Mm-hmm. Um, not <laughs> necessarily anything that came from the beginning of the big three i think Dwayne wade and his team did a really good job of documenting everything that had happened within those months a lot of good video that came from him being with his late agent of course mm-hmm. and um what it came from that as far as their meetings within the summer of 2010 that 10 year anniversary is going to be a couple of months away and when it is remembered and when the story is told a lot of that just comes from people being enamored with where LeBron was going to choose, but Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh also played a part in that as well. And Dwayne Wade had meetings with uh, the New York Knicks. They had this, they had the quote from him saying that he's in a little bit of a New York state of mind. He had a meeting with Chicago first and foremost. Mm. Uh, He had a meeting with New Jersey at that time. I can't remember. Did, did New Jersey get Darren Williams before? I think Darren. I think they got Darren. He, Williams had, he would. He would have had to be there. You sure? You sure he was? I can't. There? I can't remember if the Jazz traded Darren Williams. Before I feel like he was that. There. I feel like he was there already during before that, that point during in time. the Big Three. When that Big Three time in in summer in summer of twenty ten. 
in summer like, of 2010. That might be something I, that we have to double check. I feel check. like he was there, but I'm not yet. Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. But he had meetings with New Jersey, New York, and Chicago as well. And Pat Riley was like, hey, Dwayne Wade is our number one priority, but we're not <clears throat> We're not we're not sure. We have yeah, we have things yeah. we want to try and set things up, but um we'll have to wait to see what happens. And that ends up showing into the area where you have Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch on ESPN stating, you know, from a Wade perspective, yes, I'm going to stay, and Chris Bosch smiling ear to ear saying, Yeah, I'm gonna join Dwayne Wade. But outside yeah. of that, Dwayne Wade was not 100% sure at all if LeBron was going to do anything because LeBron I mean, pretty much shut up, stayed in his cave, and didn't tell anybody until July 8th, 2010, when he made the decision. And you have some really good footage that came, comes from that of Wade literally sitting at a dinner table, waiting yeah. just like it, the entire world, like waiting for him else. to make his decision. So that was, so yeah. that, so that was entertaining. That's the quotes that came from him falling back and giving LeBron the, the, the helm, I would say, of, of the Miami Heat, that, that was something that is pretty fair knowledge to know if you had watched um, uh, yeah, the big was, three I mean, in between that period. Say, it, it was all over. Yeah, you couldn't get away from that story. But what came from that that I wanted to put a really big magnifying glass on is what had happened after the 2014 finals and they lose to the San Antonio Spurs. So they could not pull off the three P. They got banged by the Spurs in embarrassing fashion. And that ended up being in the area where Haslam, you start seeing Haslam being on the screen say, you know what? <laughs> some people fucking Haslam. would just like, apparently some people would just like a change of scenery and a little bit of a breath of fresh air. And that's where you see the I'm coming home man. you have LeBron James going back to Cleveland. But something that Dwayne Wade did not touch on at all. And truthfully, I really shouldn't be surprised if he's not going to touch on it at all, because I don't know if we ever get that those specifics of the story in public, maybe years down the road. Um, when it came to those extensions, yeah, <laughs> Dwayne Wade had to opt in before LeBron James was going to make some form of decision. Yeah. And whether or not he didn't have to opt in or not, I feel like there was a conversation between Dwayne Wade and LeBron James where yeah. there might have been some type of assurance like, yeah, let's run this back. And Wade so, said, all so right. Right, so you think you think Wade would not well? So you think Wade would not have made a decision unless he had spoke with LeBron at some point in time? Had I feel like because, had because, Wade, because what would have happened if what would have happened otherwise? In the documentary, you see you see Wade saying, "You know, I'm very supportive of my brother. Uh, I was very supportive of him going back to Cleveland because mm-hmm. uh, I he felt like from a, a perspective, LeBron definitely wanted to make sure that he wins a championship and and can show that he has the opportunity to do it without being beside Dwayne Wade. Despite the fact that that may have a portion of truth, yeah, you you still think the fix was like LeBron said something to, to give him some kind of reassurance about Miami. Even if it's even if it's not a specific screw job type of fix, there had mm-hmm. to be some conversation between LeBron James and Dwayne Wade, friend to friend, just like you know like what they, they in the car going somewhere. There is something. Like, Exactly. Like, uh, Some type I'm, of conversation is like, you know what? I feel like he's going to stay. Let me not opt out of my contract and become a free agent to get the money that had started all this in the first place. Yeah. Let me opt in. Yeah. I'll take I'll take what, what was it? The 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 20 million at that time. Mm-hmm. Because LeBron James is going to come back. We yeah, can I do mean, whatever with Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch didn't do anything yet. Chris Bosch yeah. more than likely just fell back and waited. And as Dwayne Wade opts him, here comes the story from LeBron James. I'm coming home. Right. So now I mean, Wade's fucked. Wade, Wade's fucked. He, he, he just opted in. You just said <laughs> goodbye to all the money. Yeah. That he is now going to 
uh, complain has a negative connotation, but I feel like he is is he's there. The money that he had the, he had the right, he had the right to exactly the yeah, the despite the, the fact that you might have that. the right, the money that you are about to make a huge topic for the next two years, mm-hmm. you just said no to yeah. because LeBron James has left. Now Chris Bosh fell back, saw all this happen, and said, "You know what? Fuck that." Opted out, became a free agent, and yeah. the Houston Rockets started flirting with him. Gave him a yeah, little bit yeah. of, gave him a little bit of bread. Yeah. Pat Riley said, "No, no, 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 you're not going anywhere." Gives him the five years, one hundred twenty-seven million dollars. Chris Bosh is paid. Chris Bosh is amazing. Wade in the documentary says he looks at that and says, "Okay, wow, when is my turn?" Ah, uh, you should know <laughs> what your turn is because yeah. you just opted yeah. in. Absolutely. And Absolutely. despite LeBron's gone, mm-hmm. Bosh played it. The way that truthfully it should have been played. Yeah, you got you got to get it all of that. And now we have two years of beef. Regardless of Brian, regardless of Brian, you gotta do what's best for you no matter what. Bosch handled that shit perfect. He handled it so perfect. That, exactly. So now, unfortunately for Bosch, that ends up in an area where Bosch uh cannot really uh perform to that five years because of the blood clots and its health, and, and yeah. that ends up which, being which, one of the most unfortunate things possible. Yeah, you can't you can't detect that, you know. But Wade now puts a lot of this like, okay, Pat Riley is going to fix all of this. And you start seeing things from the 2016 playoffs of him banging the Hornets, playing the Raptors to a seven game series and getting and being one game out of the Eastern Conference finals, which was completely terrible. But in the end, it starts becoming again about this money that he is just like you know what i'm just uh, i'm I'm sure pat will be able to find it you should know why we're in you should know how this had happened in this area right right i mean anybody who plays in the nba knows those how those situations happen regardless if they want to be negligent about it or not like you know how this shit started you know how you you got to this point you know Exactly. So you fast forward from that, and th- this wasn't meant, uh, referenced in the documentary, but Hassan, Wa- Hassan Whiteside gets paid. That ends up being one of the reasons that people hate Hassan Whiteside because he got so much money, and now Dwayne Wade is gone. So now right. you have all that happens within Chicago, and they go into a, a really good story of why the move to Chicago started feeling a lot more important for Dwayne Wade uh, from a family perspective, and that was pretty touching. But you have what happens in Chicago. You fast forward to what happens in Cleveland, and in Cleveland he states. I don't really feel like I'm here. Like physically, I am here. Mentally, my mind is not right. here. I don't yeah, feel he like never, he, he never wanted to be there. Exactly. In the first place. Yeah. It looked it looked yeah. terrible. It, it felt terrible. And from a yeah, Miami it, it perspective, it wasn't exciting like at all. You know, it was just kind of like blah. Yeah, and Pat Riley felt like you know this is doing a disservice to all the greatness from the career of Dwayne Wade. You even get Pat Riley literally. Um, damn near to the point of apologizing, saying, you know, it's still something that touches him to this day. Uh, he felt like he could have handled that a lot better, could have done it a lot better. But that, although Pat Riley may feel that way specifically, there is a timetable and a road to how things got here in the first place. I don't think this is just Pat Riley waking up one day. Yeah, this is not Pat Riley waking up one day and say, like, you know what, I'm just going to give all this to Chris Boss. I'm going to give all this to Hassan Whiteside. Oh, it's a business, bro. At the end of and, the day. And, yeah, and you and you and you should Yo, just fall back and understand it. Yeah, white side getting money and people being upset about it is like if you go back and you look at that time period of what Miami thought that they were getting long term, there's nothing wrong with that deal, bro. It ended up being the 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 deal that could have happened and should have happened at that time, and we're gonna be able to look at it hindsight. Yeah. 20, uh, yeah, um, of course, uh, with our eyes being twenty twenty business right now, and yeah, 
we're gonna be able to look at it right now and be like it was a shitty contract because Hassan Whiteside. I mean, we we had a but at the time time with Hassan at the time. You look at Hassan, you're like, damn, they got one. Especially considering where Hassan came from at that at that moment. Yeah, you know and even Hassan like, was like, "Yo, if it's that big of a deal, I'll I'll cut millions off my shit to get." It was really about these millions, yeah. That you're saying it is, and this is not just a way to 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 say fuck you to Riley and just dip off to Chicago. Right, right. It's a it's a it it really show. Uh, it was it was something that I would have liked a little bit more light on, and you know, it's just gonna gonna be a well, part of the conversation that is not going to be told. The fact that you didn't get what you wanted probably tells you how deep it was. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they probably it's probably some stuff they just don't want to discuss. Man. It's possible. You know, it's possible. But the the good thing for Dwayne Wade is a, a lot of that comes into uh, things playing very well. Of course, the trade that comes from the second round draft pick sent to Cleveland for Dwayne Wade ends up making things amazing, and uh, you get the send off story that you actually get with Dwayne wade retiring in miami so all that was very exciting uh i like to see a lot of that i like to see a lot of um him being very happy and now having all of his time um in a similar fashion like kobe bryant kobe bryant did where this business can just take a lot out of your family time he has had a lot of fun being able uh to spend now all of his time with his wife his sons his daughters and um be able uh, to spend time and teach them things in areas that he did not have the ability to in the time that they were being kids. There, there's there's divorces, custody yeah, battles, so, uh, and, 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 and playing 82 games a year. <laughs> yeah, playing 82 yeah, games yeah. a year. It's 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 trying, but they did a really good job of that, showing that in the That's Life Unexpected documentary. I, I do commend Wade and his team. Congratulations, Wade. A lot of this documented. So if you didn't see it, take a look at it on ESPN Plus. Uh, let me know or let us know what you guys thought about the documentary, um, because um, it could it could it could hit different. It could well, hit different. We're, we're going to be seeing more things like that. I mean, you know, the era that we came up in basketball, those guys are you know they closing out. Imagine imagine LeBron's, you know, his last run and then the things that they're going to do for him when he's over and mellow when he decides to call it up like these guys that we idolize coming up. Oh, yeah. Like we're gonna have a lot more of this. It's, it's, it's just a new a new lesion in town. So it's almost time, man. It's kind of weird, are, actually. Yeah, people are still passing out those Car- Carmelo Anthony apology cards. I mean, I, I think I think we get it at this point. Yeah, it took a long time to get him back to an NBA team. We understand, but it happened. It's done. Like, yeah, he's hitting some really clutch shots as of right now. Hopefully, and he, and he was playing shit. So I mean, I don't know what I don't know. I feel like they like people wanted him to get a job because of who he was. You know, but like at the end of the day, like he was playing like shit prior. If he's not on the team, he's not on the team. Yeah. I don't I don't know what you want me to say. He's on the team now and he's he's balling. So everything happened how it was supposed to in the end. Yeah. Ends up ends up playing really well for him out in Portland. And we'll have to see what happens from Portland as they chase um their playoff perspectives as well. But we'll take a quick break. We're gonna go get our perfect plays of the week. Uh shout out to Huey, the perfect Thank play you, team. Dog. Per the perfect play.co for everything music, hey. sports, and culture. 
be sure to support the Perfect Play team as they support not only RSPN, but the RNC Radio family as well uh-huh. with their Perfect Play podcast. Of course, as they provide us their top five plays of the week, you can see all of their work and all of their news that they report on the perfectplay.co. So make sure that you are checking that out on commercial break as we will come back. We'll have everything that has happened from the Kobe Bryant Memorial yesterday, uh, amongst many other talking points that are going on in the NBA as we prepare uh, for this week, the last week of February, going into March as well. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. It's RSPN on RT Radio. We'll be back after this. Yeah. Level, but Russ is probably the most competitive. Oh, oh, oh my! Hard into Westbrook, who climbed the ladder and punched it. Oh! Now here is James Harden's lob over the top to Westbrook. Look at how high Westbrook gets up off the floor and the hang time it takes to wait for the pass. Wow, that was a great pass. Adebayo and Butler. Trey. Game and Miami takes a timeout. Oh man, what a shot! Tatum under six. Tatum oh. throwing it down. That's why you in the half. Well, at this level, but Russ is probably the most. Oh, oh, oh my! Hard into Westbrook, who climbed the ladder and punched it. Oh. Now here is James Harden's lob over the top to Westbrook. Look at how high Westbrook gets up off the floor and the hang time it takes to wait for the pass. Wow, that was a great pass. Mark, it's okay, my nigga. You know, I promise we you, are back. Episode 24 of RTN on RT Radio. Thank you. We are back. Yeah, we I want everybody that hears this message <laughs> and hears this noise in the background. A celebratory Jeff has went for a Zach run because the Miami lost to the Cavaliers hey. in overtime, and he Listen. thought that it was a good time to get a boneless Caribbean plate. Oh, I'm glad you just said that. Let me let me make sure my shit actually boneless. Let me make sure. I'm glad you just said that because last time I put up these motherfuckers, they gave me regular bone in and I was a little upset about it. Um, But I got the Caribbean jerk. Right. And your ass, you just got done watching Cleveland bust that ass. No, that's only the only bone in I just saw fucking (laughs) Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love. That's a bone in I just saw. It's cool, man. These things happen. This plate looking good, though. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's literally hopped, literally hopped in the middle of the show. Car keys. <laughs> I'm in the Beamer, nigga, right now as we speak. Whipping his BMW, went to go to Zaxby's to celebrate a heat <sighs> loss. I could, oh, I could never ever be that happy about a team losing ever in my life. I am so respectful <sighs> of all the teams that play in the NBA that I would never ever Smart. have any type of positive. Influence or positive <laughs> smile on my face. On Boy, I'm not. I'm not happy movie. about this, bro. This isn't a celebration, bro. This is just. 
I'm on a run right now. I'm making a run. That's it. And now, bro. and now, Chris Mack is throwing me LeBron gifts. All right, <laughs> you already I, know Chris. I, 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 that's it. Chris ain't letting that's that shit it. go. The Cleveland shit gonna hurt, and I know, and I know it hurts, and I know here it, it comes. Uh, did the final, the final whistle go off? Just like the messages, just like the messages of the Hawks. Now everybody's watching Cavs games. Oh man, gonna give me messages. I'm not oh, going man. to. This episode is not going to be about my pain <laughs> watching my MVP all road. I swear to God, it is not. Oh man. Before I don't know we get what to say, bro, I don't know what to say. I mean, it, these things happen, and like I told you before, losing it's still a professional basketball team, man. You know, Miami just happened to lose to one of the worst teams in the league, but these things do happen, bro. And y'all without y'all number one option, Jimmy Butler, because. As Robbie Raff said, his, his his pussy hurts. His pussy hurts, really. That's what I heard he's out for. Really, I don't, I don't know the actual facts. Timberwolves. If, if, if I'm not right, let me know. A Timberwolves fan is going to tell you about Jimmy Butler. Hey, man. What you want hurts. me to say? What you want me to say? We trash. You know that. You know that. That's not going to hurt me, Mark. I'm not going to borrow. I'm not going to borrow the Timberwolves. It's not the fact. It's not the fact that 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 that, that right. I'm not talking about the Timberwolves performance. I'm not talking about the Timberwolves performance. I'm talking about the fact that the Timberwolves and Jimmy Butler. Any type of discussion when you put those two together is tainted. Hey, tainted. He was, wrong, man. he was wrong. You saw the you saw the interview, man. The interview wasn't what he thought, man. He got out there and he sugarcoated it all. You remember it? You remember it? Oh, those are my guys. Uh, Cat and Wigs. Cat and Drew. He never said Come that. On, shit. Man. That's his niggas, man. He let them niggas. He let them niggas with all his heart, nigga. Never, never had that shit in his fucking life. He loved him with all of his heart, man. Only friend that only friend that Jimmy Butler has outside of the Miami Heat is a nigga that thinks he's the best player in the world. Oh gosh, what himself? No, your man's out in uh, your man's out in your man's town. Your man's out in man's town. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna refer to him as a as a right now. About? Your man, your man's in man's town. Your man's in man's town that is now going to have a whole lot more opportunities <laughs> to shoot the ball and score all the points. My man's in wants. man's town. You talking about A Wiggs? A Wiggins? No, no, not not that man's in man's town. The man's in man's town that has an Australian point guard as his teammate that is now out because uh, of his back. Young Ben, young Ben Simmons. Uh, so I know I kind of asked you off the air because I know I wanted to let you be as disrespectful as possible, but. How you feeling about this Ben Simmons uh, back injury now that we're on air and you got to be professional? Why would I be disrespectful about a back injury? Listen, listen, the, guys. Before, before, like before, whenever I told that Mark originally, like whenever I asked Mark originally about Ben Simmons' back, you should have seen the fucking smug look on his face. Uh, this is this is not true. You were this is not true. happy. Yes beef or is no. done. You happy the yes beef no. is done. That's no. The beef is you done. Happy, yes or no? The beef is done. Happy. The Heat and Sixers, that's a wrap. Okay, Everybody's giving right. up. Nobody wants to discuss right. the Heat season record against us. Nobody wants okay. to talk about it anymore. So it's all. It's, 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 I love the Miami Heat, Mark. Yo, Garland just slapped Jones Jr. in the fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what the uh, fuck? Oh, man, what a night, man. I can't believe y'all. I can't believe y'all niggas really out here losing to Cleveland at y'all state. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Y'all shouldn't be losing to Cleveland. Yes or no? Any, anyway, I'm not going to get, get, get a. I'm going to get a big Buford, man. Just I'm going to give him. Uh, you're going to add it up with a big Buford. Yeah, I'm this, not going to incredible, nigga. That much. I'm, I'm not going to give Cleveland. I'm going to give Cleveland as much time as I'm about to give the Philadelphia 76ers this week because the only thing that I had to discuss out of Philly this week is the fact that Embiid says he's the best player in the world and <laughs> yeah, tried no, to hype it up. Giannis, <laughs> oh, I see what y'all doing. I see what y'all doing. I'm not going to fall for it. RSPN, hold on. 
How you doing? I'm a, I'm live right now on my show. Oh, for the love of God! I'm great. I'm great. Can I get um? It did not. Let, let me get. It did not. Let me get two chili cheese dogs. Oh, Jesus! Plain, Christ. just chili and cheese only. He's about to send his stomach to God just because of the heat loss. Can, can, can y'all? Oh uh, yeah, this? no onions, no mustard, just chili and cheese only, and then uh uh, uh uh a medium fry. This is this is literally unprecedented. And a uh, give me. Let me let me get that 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 strawberry Fanta. Uh, just a medium is cool. Yeah, that'll be it. Thank you so much. RSPN, man. Varsity? Nah, niggas checkers, bro. I say, nigga, you pull it a varsity mid show. You must be a different. You must be a different kind of hungry. Yeah, I'm a different nigga in that case. I wasn't gonna get no Big Buford, but you know, nigga had to had to change it up for a minute, man. Get wild. Get wild. No, but man, for real, man. Shouts Cleveland Browns, man. Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Cavs. Thank they you. That, that is exactly my point. That is last, that is exactly that is exactly my point. We are not talking about the Cavs any longer. No, we are not talking about the Cavs any longer. Nor are we talking about the 76ers. Oh man. I don't know what to say, bro. I don't know what to say, man. I'm sorry, man. I'm, you want to talk, talk some more funny stats? Let's talk some more funny stats. Do you see the tape ones? <laughs> I have. So the Lakers and Celtics rivalry continued. I said rivalry. Rivalry, rivalry. <laughs> continued on Sunday. Yeah. It was a good game between the Lakers and the Celtics. Uh, we had a little bit of discussion on the other game that came on Sunday between the um, Golden State Warriors and the New Orleans Pelicans. But Lakers and Celtics was very exciting. Uh, right, pretty right. good thrill that came all the way to the final seconds. And Jason Tatum uh, was very, very close to having a career performance. Uh, the first player with 40-plus in the Lakers-Celtics rivalry since Kobe Bryant in 2011. He's beasting, bro. Yeah, he was good. He was, at, he was out there for the Boston Celtics. Uh, the Lakers news that came out of that, of course, was the waving of DeMarcus Cousins uh, for the Boo for Morris twin. Uh, anything from the Cousins waving that made you feel a certain way? It didn't really seem like Lakers fans were really too bothered by that. Yeah, I mean, he's still coming off that big injury a few years ago. Um, he also has that stuff going on with, you know, all of his, uh, his situations with you know the girlfriend, and we don't. I don't even know. Is that settled or anything like that, or was that situation uh, fixed? Or I, uh, I don't want to say that they settled it. Yeah, I don't think that situation is fixed either. So I mean, you know, this could have came at another time as well. It just this was mm. just it, right? Yeah, I, I feel like it was one of those situations where they have to get better, and he's next up to get cut. I mean, as far as adding up one to add another player to this to the team, so yeah. They shouldn't feel any kind of way about it because at this very moment they don't know what they even had. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I can see if he's if he was playing, you know, was balling out, is looking special. He was going to be special with AD, you know. But it didn't work out in that way, and uh, you know, I'm sure they didn't lose much money having to do what they had to do. So shit, man, it is what it is, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if we're going to move forward with this small ball stuff that Houston is hot, why is this game so long between the Heat and the Cavaliers? Uh, how are they not ending? They're, they're literally doing free throws. Like <laughs> that's, that's what I was saying. If we're going <laughs> to continue with the small ball trend that has yeah. came from uh, the Houston Rockets, things have been paying off for Houston fairly well. But that shit uh, not going to work in the playoffs, bro. I truly don't think so. I think you yeah, really should not, have a decent big that's going to hold things down, even if it is not your traditional Shaquille O'Neal that's going right, to dominate right. everybody right. in the fucking game. You got to have at least some type of You got to have something, bro. Yeah, Lakers, has, they, yeah, Lakers, Lakers oh, have yeah. some really threatening height. In the um, West? Come on, bro. 
Yeah. You asking to get smacked. Houston, Houston is going run. to Houston is going to try and outplay all of that that is going out in Los Angeles. And as of right now, um, they've had some success with the small ball. Westbrook is having a really good week. G checking niggas out uh, out in San Francisco. G checking people out in Utah. Fans on the sideline. <laughs> you, I, I, I wish like, people in Utah would have a little bit more of a better mindset when it came yeah. to um, saying things to Westbrook. It hasn't really had the best success rate. I was about to say, like, fans should definitely, like, I mean, fans and players at this point, he is a hothead to an extent, I think. But it's, he doesn't, it's, it's always within, like, reason, I feel like. Like, I don't be, tri- I'm not tripping on Westbrook, you know, being upset with fans because if he's upset about something a fan said, it's, it's it probably really happened that way, you know. Mm-hmm. As a, I mean, it's not, it's not getting called, it's, it's not getting called a nigger, thankfully. But uh, no, 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 I think we may see, a, we may see a different side at that point. I seen the white, I seen the white guy that was like, "Hey, I got a guy that can cut your hair." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that that that's really gonna." That's get not him. racist. Yeah, I got, yeah, a, yeah. I got a barber for you. I'm like, yeah, sweet man, that's really gonna get him now. And then the other guy that was yeah. like, yeah, "You better not go back and dunk it on Gobert. You better not, he's the defensive player of the year." And he right. was like, "All right, well," and just completely, bang, leave, nigga. completely like, ah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. Bang, Westbrook nigga. does not like being in Utah. Nah, he don't. He don't. He don't. Imagine a white person telling you they got a barber for you. Oh, sweet man. Who are you gonna tell me about uh, Joey? Joey fucking, Jojo. Fucking, fucking supercuts, nigga, in the middle yeah, of Walmart. Man. Nigga? Sweet man. You see, you see, you see the, see that barbershop that got roasted uh, from the black dudes that were like, yeah. Um, Ah, uh, it was a fucking post of these dudes that were like, yeah, the the like black guys for Elizabeth Warren, and they posted uh, a barbershop. And it had fucking Blu-ray DVDs on the damn um, nah. DVDs on the side, and it had nah. a damn. It was one of the weird. It was one of the weirdest photos. It was one of the weirdest photos. That's the first thing that I think of when it comes to that. All right, let's give let's let's give let's give five minutes or less. Let's give five minutes or less to the Kobe Memorial. Yeah. We yeah, watched absolutely. all of that yesterday afternoon. A lot of the emotions came from that. Um, our final moments of. Um, Trying to mourn everything and still, still truly trying to process everything that came from um, uh, the helicopter crash that took uh, all those lives and all those families, especially with Kobe and Gianna Bryant. Um, the one thing that I got from it a lot is that um, it involved a lot of positivity and some humor. That's what that I needed. That's what I, I should say. That um, I would say that our um, God, I wish people had videos so that they can. Every time I do this, I, I I look at my arm and I just look at myself and I look at my skin. But I would say we are very talented. Yeah. As yeah. far as being able to take a sad, me, and, yeah, and, a and, sad occurrence, emotional moment, and turn it into comedy, and people respect it. Yeah, because you know what I mean, very very difficult topic to try and be able to do it. Even when we were listening to Rob Palenka try and do it, I'm like, dear God, this yeah, is bro, a very true. sobering topic. Yeah. Um, hearing Vanessa Bryant talk about a whole lot Man, of it, and she 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 was so strong, bro. Like, yeah, like I don't know, I don't even know, I couldn't imagine my nigga. Like, she was so fucking strong out there, bro. And and like, if anything, you know, that was encouraging. And you know, she may be hurting when when cameras are off, and and it may be way worse, but. The fact that she can step out and, and step in front of that many people and speak her truth about her husband and her daughter in front of all those people, man, that shit is like it's, it's inspiring, my nigga. Like truly, and it's a, it was a beautiful moment. It was strong. It was it was 
a pretty strong ability for me to hold things in and actually listen to the story and, and be able to hear all of these things about Gianna Bryant until she actually discussed uh, her wedding day. That was yeah. very difficult from a mother to daughter perspective, something that I will uh, never understand truly, but it, it, it definitely hit me um, in that area despite the yeah. fact that i will i will never personally know the uh relationship between a mother and, and, and a daughter of course um hearing that type of scenario was something that i know had to hurt extremely so that Absolutely. was one of the areas that i got um fairly emotional of another one that, that was was really dear basketball was them playing the yeah uh, yeah this time, movie, movie that came from that it's it's highly oh. difficult to watch dear basketball and not shed a tear yeah. That that score that score is literally meant to make you cry, and it's yeah. difficult. It's very hard. Uh, but I cried Jordan, a few times watching it in general. Not even just that. This whole the whole thing, and you know what you're about to talk about with Jordan, and you know seeing grown men basically go up there and, and and you know talk about how they're feeling and how they feel about somebody that's not here anymore, and they're just absolutely balling. Man, it's crazy. Yeah, I was at work trying to hold down like the silent tear. Like you really, you really have. There's really a method to like holding down the silence here. Like <laughs> yeah. you're, you're you're crying, but it's not like boohoo crying. Nah, it's like your eyes are yeah. still red. Though, yeah, right? you have a sniffle, but nobody's <laughs> around you. You're kind of like trying to grab uh, a napkin or something like that, like as quiet mm-hmm. as possible, and like wipe your face so that and and do yeah. like the, the the softest sniffle so that nobody <laughs> thinks you're like at your fucking desk crying. <laughs> that that was the area that I was in on Monday afternoon trying to watch a whole lot of it. But again, big props goes to Michael Jordan uh, and Shaquille O'Neal. Michael Jordan probably being the one that d- did not necessarily mean to go into the scenario of of um, taking all this and, and, and coming out with a lot of humor. But yeah, yeah. Jordan the, 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 literally... The meme, the meme joke was, was very nice. I think it was like a really, really nice touch considering how popular it is and he doesn't talk about it a lot. So it's like it was dope for him to it, it, to me, it's very, very inspiring to see celebrities or people of success or people who made a lot of money be self-aware. Um, because I just think we don't see it. We don't see it often enough. I think a lot of it is we see, you know, the, the nice things that they have or what they go through in their life that's being reported from journalists. But seeing them self-aware and make jokes about that situation. And I think it's beautiful. And uh, he, his speech was perfect. I mean, it was it was really great. And especially the fact that he was damn licking the snot out of his damn mouth yeah, as yeah. his tears ran down. He, 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 he could he could taste the henny from the night before in his tears. Oh dear God! You know what I'm saying? So, All right, I've had enough. Shout out to Jordan, man. Shout out to Jordan. Henny tears, henny tears for some. Henny tears. He was yeah. He was like I was like damn bro. Like he's he was really. Making sure he caught everything. Nothing hit, nothing came off his face, man. Yeah. It was all it was all there. Did not want to wipe it. Did not just just let all the snot run up into his mouth. And thankfully Shaquille O'Neal held things down, made things nice. Yeah. Um and brief. Uh we've seen a whole lot of Shaq's responses and his words of Kobe Bryant throughout the past few weeks of what has been on TNT, what has been on social media. Uh so he kept it with a really nice, quick um thing to say when it came to Kobe Brown, especially uh, the M.E. story that was highly <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. Yeah. Uh, highly entertaining to everybody in the Stable Center except for one person, but I don't know if we're ready to have that conversation yet. Um, <laughs> Not yet. I, look, look, look. When, when it's time to have that conversation, uh, it's, we're going to go, go back. 
it's getting to that. Listen, yeah, I think listen, it's listen, Mark, that. Mark, we're gonna go back. We're gonna grab all the innuendo. We're gonna grab all the things that we that all we, the innuendo. <laughs> This is, this, is, this is not funny. This is why this is why I don't want to read this is not funny. It's gonna, funny, but it's not funny. It's not funny. It won't like at the we'll have to wait a few weeks before we do it. But when it happens, if it happens, if it happens, when it happens, we'll grab them all. You guys will understand finally what we've been talking about. But and uh, God bless though. God bless so, though. It's so difficult to not talk. But uh, the the one I think one person actually took the initiative to go out. And after we received word of his status for the season, um, there are questions that came from that. And that was mainly the one person that has put a voice to a whole lot of that. Um, you know, it's, you know, I don't, I don't it's, even know how to talk about it's, this. It's really reckless. It's really reckless. Yeah, I can't. I, can't. Really I, don't, I don't know how to talk about this. Spray this with recklessness as we... <laughs> Try and get out for this week and end uh, this week of RSPN. Of course, there'll be some very good basketball that is going on this yeah, week, and yeah, you'll be able yeah. to see all of us discuss it. But uh, very uncomfortable topic that hopefully there will be some form of conversation on at the time that it is needed. I won't be selfish with it. And say, oh, <laughs> what a weird about way. Right now. What a, what a strange. Look, I'll tell you like this. If it ever happens, if it ever, if what we're talking about ever comes, whatever, we'll do an emergency pod. And that'll be that. Guaranteed emergency pod, sirens guaranteed. off. Mark, guaranteed emergency pod, sirens off. Guaranteed emergency pod, sirens off. Yeah, for real. Like, all right, all right. Emergency pod, sirens, sirens going off. Hey, just in case it, we have to do emergency pod, and we may even have a special guest that also needs to be a part of it. So, Emergency pot is hundred percent. If if everything happens how we, <laughs> if everything happens how we, not, how we think. This is not funny. This is not. But I swear to God, everybody who is listening, these are these are te- these mm, tears. These are these are laughs of Jeff and I looking at each other. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Looking at our reactions. This is not laughing at no, the situation. No, definitely not. Red. Definitely not. If you were able to read it, but we will leave it <laughs> on that note and go to the more important case of again, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, Gianna Bryant, absolutely, um, and all the others who, um, it feels so green to say all the others, but everybody who was involved. Wait, wait, Mark, come on, man. We know, we know, we know you're not being. I think I, I, I think I just have to read. I think I think I just have to specifically, yeah, say to cover all bases. Yeah, we know, we know, we care about everyone who was tragically involved in that accident. Absolutely. But as we get out, um, I don't have really too much left. Again, rest in peace to Pop Smoke. I said it on. I am not a genius. Definitely. Gone too um, soon. Way too young. Sadly murdered in one of the oddest, most random, stupidest ways. And that is not from the perspective of Pop Smoke. That is just from the perspective of, of how that entire scenario unfolded. And we still don't have everything that had came from that. But I liked um, the fact that NBA players were able to discuss this. And when I say NBA players, I mean those that are out in New York City for the Knicks, the Nets, um, and just being able to um, discuss everything that has come from the emotion out in Brooklyn, out in New York City in general. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For a kid, it's coming up really well in New York City. Absolutely. I kind of want a Nets jersey with Hawkeham on the back in 38. That'd you think that's hard? It's all right. Yeah, I think that's hard. It's all right, Hawkum, Hawkum thirty. Because I'm not buying the Velo shirts. I think that might be the only way that no, I can. No, like, don't. You're not doing. I mean, I'm not letting you buy the Velo shirts. Yeah, I'm not so. buying. I'm not buying the Velo. Which I, I'm not. I mean, I wouldn't think.
think you would go for it anyways. But yeah, it, it'd be nice to have something, you know. Yeah, man. Do you do your do your own thing, man. And that's that's mainly you have anything else before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, man, not really, bro. I mean shit. RSPN, the greatest basketball podcast in the in the goddamn planet. Y'all heard me get this food. I'm about to fuck this up. But other than that, um, yeah, man. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Rest in peace, Kobe, GG, everybody involved in that tragic accident. Um, you know, I hope I hope Vanessa, uh, you know, is is gets plenty of rest, and and I'm sure she, you know she's got great people behind her. So, other than that, man, RSPN, you already know what it is. Absolutely. We'll see y'all next week.